morning family and welcome to the daily bread with tuba i'd like to thank you for taking your time to listen to the word of god this morning if you join us for the first time welcome to the family in this family we're on a journey of growth daily in the word of god and through the revelation of the holy spirit we believe that everything we need to navigate through life is inside the word of god we ought to live by his word and by doing this every single day we always have an idea of what God wants us to do at what time and how he wants us to do it. Amen. So before we start, I'd like us to say a word of prayer. I want us to humble our hearts wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Just humble your heart and let's go before God this morning. Abba Father, we thank you. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for, for your love. We thank you that you're God and you never fail us. We thank you, oh Father, that you're always there for us. Father, I pray that even as we get into your word, oh God, may your word change our lives. May it shift the trajectory of our lives. Oh Father, I pray that you may God, you, your word may bring light into our hearts, may increase our faith. Whenever your word steps in, it brings increase. So Father, we pray that your word brings increase in our lives, Jesus. Father, I pray that even as we get into your word, that you may speak to us in a mighty way. I, dis- I disappear that you may come and appear for your glory. I, 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 I decrease that you may come and increase, oh God. There is no one else like you, oh God. You deserve all the praise, all the glory, the honor. Oh God, you're worthy. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father, I pray that you give me the tongue of a minister this morning to deliver your word just as you purposed it in my heart and you deposited in my heart. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. May you be seen and not me. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray with thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so today's word is from the book of 2 Kings, and I'm going to read chapter 4, and I'm reading from verse 1 up to verse 6. Amen. Pardon me, I'm having a bit of a cold, so maybe my voice may be a bit hoarse, but it's okay. It says, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, and and the creditor is coming to take my sons to be slaves. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me what you have in your house. And she said, Your maid servant has nothing but a jar of oil. Then he said, Go and borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels, do not gather just a few. But when you and when you have come in, you shall shut your door behind you and your sons behind you and your sons, pardon me, then pour it into the vessel, all the vessels, and set aside the full ones. Come on. So when she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her? And she poured it out. Now it came to pass that when the vessels were full, that she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And son said to her, There is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Amen. Today I want to talk about the blessing of the Lord. I want to talk about the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. Um, one thing that we know about this lady, this woman, she was a wife of a prophet. And it so happened that after some time that the husband died and the debtors came to want to take what the husband was owing them. Amen. What the husband was owing them. 
So then this woman found herself in a very bad predicament. You are a widow, you only have your sons and you don't have anything. And yet the debtors are here to collect some things. But today my aspect is not my the aspect of my sharing is not based on she being a wife of a prophet, but my sharing is based on the blessing of the Lord. Now what I want us to understand is that when God blesses us, he always blesses us with the substance. The word of God told us that when, he, when she went to cry to Elisha, Elisha asked her, what do you have? What do you have with you? So when the Lord blesses you, he does not bless you where there is no substance. God blesses you with what you have. So he manifests his glorious power based on what you have. There has to be something in your hand. Look at Moses. When God wanted to manifest his power, he asked him, what do you have in your hand? And Moses said, I have a staff. So God blesses you with what you have. But the question that we have to ask ourselves is, what is it that you have that God can use to bless you? What is it that you have in you that God can use to show himself? The servant of the Lord, Elisha, came with an instruction. So the blessing of the Lord... It, 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 it manifests where there is a substance. That's the first thing. The second thing that we have to understand, when the servant of the, of the Lord, Elisha, um, spoke to the woman, he gave an instruction. Verse 3 says, Then he said, Go and borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors. Empty vessels do not gather a few. The blessing of the Lord always comes with an instruction the manifestation of god's blessing always comes with an instruction and instructions must be followed for god's grace to abound even when you are given a prophecy if a prophecy comes with an instruction instructions must be followed for god's blessing and god's uh, 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 grace and god's favor to abound you have to follow the instruction the instruction that was given to this woman is go and borrow the vessels go and borrow the vessels and gather not just a few Amen. Why was this so? This woman only had a jar of oil, and that was the only vessel she had. So when God wants to bless you, he needs space. So the instruction was go and look for places where the blessing can be poured out into. You have something, and God wants to increase it, but God wants you to look for places to make room for his blessing to abound. So when God blesses, you must create space to accommodate the blessing. Create space for overflow. Amen. So you have to create the space for overflow. When God blesses, you create the space of overflow. Do not limit. The Bible tells us that the moment, it says that the shared vessels, then I'll read from verse 4 up to verse 6 again. It says, and when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you. This is another instruction. Behind you and your sons. That's another instruction. God sometimes works things behind the scenes. He sometimes does things in the hidden place. Amen. Then pour it out on all, into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. Why setting aside the full ones? Because they've already been filled. You need new space to accommodate new blessing. Amen. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and the sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured it out. And when now it came to pass that when the vessels were full, then she said to her son, bring another vessel. And the son said that there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Amen. The oil ceased. So one, one thing that we want us to understand 
that um, the Bible tells us that the moment that she ran out of vessels, her oil ceased. One thing I want us to understand is that oil has a significant meaning in the in in in, in the Bible. It signifies anointing. So oil signifying anointing, the anointing she had was multiplied. She was having a jar of oil, but it was multiplied. But for it to multiply, there had to be spaces. That's why the vessels were asked for. So the moment the moment you get occupied, or all the parts, the moment the, the vessels were occupied, all the vessels that she had gotten and occupied, the oil stopped flowing. I want us to take this part into our own lives. Amen. That the moment you get occupied, the anointing ceases to flow in the certain places that it's supposed to flow. The moment you get all the parts of your life get occupied, that God can move, then his anointing will cease. Mind you, by saying that the anointing will cease doesn't mean that the anointing is not there. It's just not flowing or multiplying things because there is no space. So when God wants to bless you, create the space. Environment matters. Create the space for overflow. Create the atmosphere for the blood, for the, pardon me, for the anointing to flow. Amen. So when the blessing of the Lord is there, is, is present, it maketh rich and add no sorrow, which means the nature of God's blessing is multiplication. So it maketh rich and add no sorrow. Where the blessing of the Lord is, there is increase and there is overflow. And one thing that is interesting about this, when you read the scripture, you find out that the oil was never pouring out in phases. It was continuously pouring out. As long as there was space to pour out, it continuously poured out. So just as it just kept on pouring out, filling every vessel of the house. And it didn't stop or cease until there was no space. She didn't have any vessels left. Now, when the oil stops, which means there's an, an, a limitation of the flow of the oil. Relating this to our own lives, when we get so occupied and every other part of our life is occupied, it becomes... And, and uh, what you call this, a hindrance or a limitation for the power of God to move. When God wants to bless you and he's blessing you in each and every part of your life, but other parts are occupied, that is a limitation of his movement. Now, I want to share some things that can cause us to have limitations in the flow of God's blessings that is said to be making rich and add no sorrow. The blessing of the Lord that is multiplying, the limitation that causes the blessing of the Lord not to flow. Amen. So, one of the things that causes limitation of the blessing of the Lord to flow, it is contentment. Now, the Bible tells us that this woman now had vessels and the vessels were full. It tells us, it did not tell us that she asked the son to go and look for more vessels again. Which means, to a certain extent, when the vessels stopped, when the, when the oil stopped and the vessels were full, she was content because she now went on to sell it. God gave her an open check that as long as you have a vessel in your house, I'll continuously pour out my oil and your oil will never stop pouring out. But contentment caused also the limitation. Sometimes when God blesses us, we get content in one place of the first phase of blessing so that you cannot continue. You know, God... God wants to continuously bless. When God blesses, he wants to continuously bless. But for, sometimes we, we find ourselves that we get content like, oh yeah, I think I now have 10,000 US dollars. I'm okay now. 
What if God wants to make you a multimillionaire? What if God wants to make you a billionaire? But contentment will cause you to be in one place and will cause limitation of the blessing of God to multiply. Amen. The second thing that causes uh, a, a hindrance is being occupied. When the space is occupied, God doesn't have a free space to multiply. God has no free space to multiply his blessing. Maybe you've just allowed God to move in one part of your life. And the other parts of your life, you are the one that is taking possession of them. Because sometimes we do that. We, 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 we now use our strength only. Let's say you've allowed God to move only in the area of finances. When it comes to ministry, you're using your own strength. And yet God wants to bless you in each and every single part. When we become occupied or the spaces of our lives get occupied, it becomes a limitation for the move of God. The third thing I want to share with you is disbelief. If the woman there did not believe that the vessel, the oil was going to flow, that oil that was in a small jar was not going to flow. One thing that I want to say, you might have space, you might have open space for God to move, but if you do not believe that God can multiply, multiplication doesn't occur. She just followed and heeded the instruction and did it. If you do not believe that, that this thing can multiply that you have in your hand, that God is using, then it will not multiply. It becomes a limitation. God wants to bless you. But then there's a limitation of disbelief. This is, disbelief is not only the limitation in multiplying of God's blessings, though, but it also, uh, 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 also, what do you call this? It also applies to other things like healing. It applies to other things like, 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 like miracles. It applies to other things like uh, uh, breakthroughs. When we do not believe, it doesn't mean that the ability of the breakthrough to be there is not there. We limit it to occur. We limit the manifestation by not believing. Somewhere, somehow in our hearts there is doubt. Today I bring with you and to you a nugget of how to combat this thing called disbelief. Moment you feel like you have a slightest of doubt, just pray and say, God help my disbelief. And at that moment, God will step in and change things. It's very important for us as children of God to learn to be open to our Father. And so, you know, like it's not like God cannot see that there's some disbelief. But the moment you now say, God, help me, help my disbelief. I want to believe more on this thing. I know you are able to do this. That help me, my help me with this disbelief. I don't want to be in a place of disbelief because it limits me. God steps in and He does what only He can do. Amen. So that's what I wanted to share with you this morning, children of God, about the blessing of God. Perhaps God wants to bless somebody. I believe everyone is listening to me right now. God wants to bless you. So please look into your life at that moment. What do you have in your hand? Are you occupied? Do you have disbelief? And are you content such that God cannot multiply you? Check it out and pray that God, I want you to bless me. I will believe in you. I'm not content. I'm grateful for where I am, but I'm not content with where I am. So you are free to move me. Every space is open for you. Come and do what only you can do. I hope the word of God was a blessing to, to you today. Please do be a blessing and share it to someone else who needs to hear it. Amen. I love you, all children of God. Have a blessed, blessed day and stay in the shadow of the Almighty. May you be, remain God protected in all that you do. This is from heaven.